Dociñas nas terena desficere et amare celestia. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. You will teach us to disdain the things of earth and love those of heaven. You probably heard or read several times across the liturgical year these words taken from the final prayer after communion of the second Sunday of Advent. Of course, there is no special time to ask this grace of detachment from the Lord. But the Advent season resounds in a particular way to ask for that as we are preparing ourselves for the Lord's coming. If you look even quickly to the crib where and when Jesus came upon earth, you will not see many things. No real modern comfort, no heating, except the breath of two animals and a bit of straw to cut off the, the drafts, a wooden crib instead of a nice cradle ornate with festoons and ribbons. Poverty, poverty, silence and ignorance from the world. Jesus came upon earth to teach us the way to heaven and this mission started from the day of his birth at Christmas. The spirit of detachment from the world is also described throughout the readings of the Apostle and the Gospel when both St. Paul and St. John the Baptist reminds us about the necessity to look up towards our coming salvation and by the same way detach us from the world. It should lead our expectation. It should command our spiritual progression. It could change our life forever. The reading of the rule of St. Benedict about detachment could help us to attain that purpose. The first step on the road to happiness is the escape from mammon. Happy are the poor in spirit. I lose God, I lose the world, I lose myself if I want only to clutch at things and use them for my own pleasure or profit. So I must, through God's mercy, repent, turn back again, be reborn. I must be stripped of all things. I must learn the lesson of detachment. Perhaps few things are more misunderstood than this idea of detachment. People sometimes think that it means not caring. It does, but as we have seen, only if you add that it means caring. The detached man will care more for things than the avaricious and rapacious man, but he will care in a different way. He will not clutch and cling in the self-worship. His possessions, his desires, his attachments will not fetter his freedom and destroy his power of love will not forever be an anxiety and agitation of spirit. His, his is the prayer of the poet, teach us to care and not to care, teach us to sit still. And so he learns to be at peace. This detachment is the one preached by St. John the Baptist in the desert, and the benefit we could immediately withdraw is God's fulfillment of his promise to be with us. Everything we could, everything we could do would be enhanced with his divine presence. It will increase our faith to grow up in, in hope, as says Saint Paul. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope 
and in the power of the Holy Ghost. This is the doctrine of the saints. Listen to what St. Catherine of Siena said on her deathbed. Feeling her hand, her, her, her hand approaching, she gathered her spiritual family around her and gave them her last instructions, which have been collected by her confessor, the blessed, the blessed Raymond of Capua. Her first and fundamental teaching was, was that he who enters into the service of God ought necessarily, if he truly wishes to possess God, to root out from his heart all sensible affections, not only for persons, but moreover for any creator whatever, and tend towards his divine creator in the simplicity of an undivided love. For the heart cannot be given entirely to God if it's not free from all other love, and if it does not open itself with a frankness exclusive of all reserve. The Lord is calling us. He is inviting us to strip ourselves from any inordinate affection, to detach ourselves more and more from this world, to look like Him as He is coming in this poor crib, only dressed with the glory of humility and poverty in spirit. As you know, this last beauty is the, only, is, the, is the one usually begged when we meditate upon the third joyful mystery of our rosary. We may ask our Queen in Heaven, whom we just celebrated through her Immaculate Conception, to obtain for us from her Divine Son this beautiful ornament for our soul. For sure this will please our Lord more than anything else, and following that path, our hearts will be ready to welcome our Lord in two weeks' time. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.